Have you ever attended an event where the expectation was so high and you were left with this yucky aftertaste because that was not what all that hype was about and what you experienced instead was this watered-down version of an event you had such high hopes for? Or you couldn't attend an event and you were so looking forward and excited to attend virtually just to get there and partake in the experience, even if it was digitally, only for the stream to fail or the audio to be crappy or the networking to be inexistent because the chat was disabled or the platform didn't allow for any other type of interaction if you've experienced any of these scenarios and maybe a play off of uh, different scenarios around this theme, well, stay tuned because we're diving in for one of a kind rant. Welcome to Events Demystified Podcast, the rant series, where we go off the cap and say it as it is, tackling anything and everything in the AV production, technology, and event industry that not a lot of people are willing to talk about. The rant series is short and spicy, comes out twice a month in between the more tamed interview-style episodes. This podcast is brought to you by Tree Fan Events, a woman-owned boutique event production agency, and your host is Anka Trafan. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, friends. Welcome to another rant. And today I have another view to give you. Hello over there. Yeah, I just had to do that for a second. I am your host, Anka Trifan, the host of Events Demystify podcast. If you have landed on this rant for the very first time and you are a little confused, what is this thing and where are my interview episodes? Because that is not what I signed up for. Well, guess what? As you just heard in the promo, every so often, I just come on the air and I rant about one thing or another based on what my sweet little heart desires. So today, I am going to be talking about, you know, design failures that happen from time to time, not all the time, but they do happen in events especially and specifically with hybrid and virtual events because there's always going to be a degree of you know malfunction or something gone wrong no matter you know what kind of a big cheese producer you think you are i'm pretty sure you've had an event that just went this way um, let me do that again from this other camera angle. Yeah, you get the idea. So why is that? And what can we do to avoid it? Now, we've all been through a lot of virtual meetings and events at this point. So I feel like the biggest thing is the way content gets presented and failing to present content in a 
way that is innovative and engaging, not just that it fails your event, but it fails your attendees. It's often not enough to just have, you know, someone share their screen or play some type of a camera at the back of the room and try to zoom in and zoom out, maybe pan a little bit if it's man operated. But for the most part, that camera is just locked and you just call it good. I've also seen, though, the other issue come about, especially in hybrid settings, where we either fail to give the virtual attendees a similar experience to what the in-person event is, or we don't offer any experience at all for many reasons. One of them is obviously related to budget, and the other one is related to the first point of made, which is, well, if I can't give it a good enough experience, then I'm just going to like cut it off and not give it any experience. What happens is, you know, your virtual audience, the people that are joining from home, not only that they have to hear the room and understand what's happening there and feel like they're invited to engage in the activities that the in-person audience is having, even if it means, you know, having that window into the room, virtually there is ways in which you can mirror some of the in-person events. And one of the biggest way is through networking and vendors and sponsors so that if I want to join this event, but for some reason uh, out of my control or out of my comfort zone, I'm not able to do it, I should still have the opportunity to do it digitally as a different experience. Well, in the cases where that experience is very much budget altered. I personally believe that there's still ways to make it available. Even if, you know, the expectation is set to be a bit different. There's too much noise out there that says, well, if you don't do it this way, you might as well don't do it at all. If you have the capacity to do it right, by all means, do it the right way. But not all events have that capacity. That's the reality. Yet taking the virtual out and off the table, that one camera that provides that window into the room is, you know, it's just as damaging from an accessibility and inclusivity point of view as knowing that you have the resources necessary to provide an actual experience and your audience knows that as well and you're still delivering a crappy experience. That's where the issue is. Now, in addition to that, there is, you know, a great value add to adding a virtual end to your in-person event production. A well-produced event gives you an immediate recording and content for days, for months, for years, for posterity, if you do it well. Working with a great technical event producer, a hybrid event producer that can help guide you through making the right decisions and seeing the blind spots you might have since you might not be planning one of those hybrid events or experiences every other week. Someone that can take your hand and guide you and help you design your event in order to accommodate your audience's needs and help innovate how the content is being organized and taught about and presented to your attendees in order to keep them engaged through, you know, gamification and quality broadcast techniques, that is an investment you should not overlook 
not in today's events landscape. Whether it's just a simple AV solution as to what in-room microphones are best to being used in order to pick up the audience questions or how many cameras and what type of camera should we use in order to provide an online audience with the best experience, Maybe going to building your timeline and run of show to considering the hybrid event platforms that can provide that interaction with your attendees and your vendors and your stakeholders. A technical producer can help provide tips, advice, solution, expertise that can make that hybrid event seamless. Before we move any further, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our main sponsor, Trifan Events, which is a boutique event planning and production agency that will come alongside you, offering personalized event planning and technical support, strategic event design, production and technology management, and flawless execution for live, virtual, and hybrid events. The team at Trifan Events is passionate about planning and producing event experiences that get people involved with true moments of interaction, engagement, and co-creation while offering white glove treatment throughout the entire planning process, enabling you to reach your event goals with the use of creativity, production tools, and event technology. Find out how Trifun Events can plan and produce your event become memorable. Go to trifunevents.com. Now, the basis of my event work is rooted in almost two decades of in-person live event productions, working for some amazing award-winning production teams over the years down in LA and San Francisco and Portland, Oregon, where we we constantly push the boundaries of what can be done creatively. And that's what draw me to this industry in the first place. Yes, it's very technical. And yes, you've got to know your stuff. However, there's this part of the event design and it's very creative. And I'm not even mentioning, you know, the 100 plus virtual events from fundraising virtual galas to one of a kind activations to conferences, virtual summits and seminars, meetings and workshops, all produced since the pandemic. While all those amazing solutions and the expertise sound like a heavy expense, I think there are plenty of creative solutions here as well. Again, going back to creativity, using the resources you have in a creative way, looking at it from a different perspective, bringing a different voice to look at them from a different perspective. Just think about the fact that since the dawn of the internet age, when the first server was ever turned on, People have figured out ways of making money of the internet. It should be no issues by now, you know, to run out of ideas, especially as event planners and event producers, to find ways to turn our events profitable. While you may not have the boot space or launch sponsorship to sell to a virtual attendee, there's plenty of space virtually for advertisements or digital vendor shout outs and content sponsor segments. So take advantage of those things. A savvy technical event producer can find the best way 
to not only financially provide opportunities in these spaces, but help with the formatting and execution of all of this. These days, it's becoming so much easier to engage large audiences virtually. And I've personally experienced and received great success reports from direct sales over you know, virtual events with uh, companies reporting even higher sales than their in-person events. Another thing that I see with this in-person, now hybrid event reality is the hurdle and major disconnect that happens between all the event key players and how information sometimes gets passed along from venue sales managers to AV project managers to the technicians that execute the event, which leaves a whole lot of room for gaps for this information to fall through. And uh, that just means that what was said here doesn't necessarily get over here. Or if it gets over here, most likely it's going to be a completely different iteration of what that was in the first place. And I've been on way too many events, even as a technician myself, where we realized way too late in the game that the better solution to whatever problem we're facing could have been made available much, much earlier in the process or could have been made available, period, if there had been a different voice or a different perspective in the room during the pre-production planning of that event. Working with a good technical event producer is key and event technologists should be with you from start to finish of any event. And again, I come from a live event production background where in many cases, there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. And I think that forces collaboration and forces this uh, process in which if you don't collaborate, your event will suck. That's the reality. So that collaborative process is critical to creating a truly engaging event. And that is true for any event, regardless of what type it is. That's the main reason why I try to get engaged with the client and the event as early in the event process as possible, because I want to stay connected as a technical project manager or producer from the very initial proposal that was sent out to the very final invoice. I use all that time, not just to help Help support and solve, you know, some technical issues that could arise, but to offer expertise, build over hundreds, if not thousands of events by now, as well as creative and engaging solutions and options during the planning process. And just to mention really quick on my website posted in the episode notes, I have a plethora of articles and resources that you, the listener, can and should take advantage of. From free technical timeline schedule templates to run of show templates to event checklist to script templates for virtual events to RFP request for proposal templates. Check those out on your own time. And if you can find something that you're particularly looking for, drop me a line. The contact information is in the episode notes as well, and I might have it for you. Okay, so in closing, I will give you reason number. 532, 
why you need a technical event producer to run the behind the scenes AV production and technology for your event. May that be virtual or hybrid, even from a Zoom meeting with heavy content or maybe a bunch of breakout rooms to a more comprehensive event with concurrent sessions, streaming into different virtual event platforms and different destinations. Here's the reality. Regardless if you've tech-checked or not all your speakers and you went queue by queue over your run of show and regardless of how many times you've run your webinar in practice mode, some things will unexpectedly go wrong or you'll come across situations that you haven't encountered before and Having someone to stay cool and compose under pressure, troubleshooting, whatever it is that might be in the background and getting things back on track smoothly and as fast as possible, while you, knowing your audience the best, takes the lead in staying in communication with your audience, if need be, for as long as it is necessary, that's what's going to take to turn seemingly around any potential disaster and fail safe your event. May that be virtual or hybrid. Too many events are doomed to fail because they're kind of bootstrapped and the people attempting to do it have not done it before or have not been put through the ringer to know what to do under pressure or how to deal with some technical issues that could arise. And for one reason or another, that sometimes happens and it happens more often. They're not. Like, for example, during one of the latest virtual seminars that I was doing for a medical conference, which was run through Vimex. And if you're not familiar with Vimex, you should listen to one of the podcast episodes that was recorded with James Stedman. And we went and dived into Vimex just to give you an idea of what that is. It's a streaming software. And it was also streamed to Hoover, back to the event, the virtual seminar that I was just giving an example. So it was run through Vimex. It was going into Hoover. We were using Zoom webinars to bring the presenters in live. But then the Zoom account that was used by the client and where the webinar was built and was utilized and appointed for this virtual event somehow got hijacked by another user in the company in the middle of the event, which basically kicked all of us out just as we were doing this live webinar and as the webinar was running. Now, in any other situation that would have meant disaster, especially if the seminar would have relied on the webinar alone for the entire seminar, but it did not because the workflow that I built was a little more complex than that, which basically saved our bacon during that virtual event. And the audience did not experience any interruption or distraction at all because while behind the scenes, we were getting Zoom back up and signing back in and getting our panelists back on and doing all those things, I had content playing through Vimex to Hoover without any distraction to the event itself. So don't allow technology errors to be the reason for your event to fail. In the end, it's people that run events and not technology. Again, if 
in some way or another, I could support your event. If my agency, Trifine Events, can support your event in any way, shape, or form, even by providing you with, you know, some expert advice or a much-needed direction, please reach out. Always happy to share our learnings and even our mistakes. And yes, we do make mistakes sometimes, and that happens. We're human, and we have to support each other through that. Aside from the customer-centric approach and the white glove treatment we provide to each and every event that we partner on, aside from the 20 years of hands-on experience, sound engineering, lighting, video production, event management, live streaming, budget management, all the other things and all the hats that I've personally wore over the years, we're very resourceful in meeting the client exactly where they're at. That could be from a technical and production point of view or from a budget perspective, using creativity to enhance each event in ways that surprises even our clients. Our growth mindset is our North leading star. And if we can provide one thought one idea, one tip that can get you closer to your goal, I personally take pride in that. And if the technology and production elements get in the way of this amazing event that you've been thinking and dreaming about, don't let that be the reason why your audience doesn't get to experience the event in the first place, or even worse, you lose them and lose their interest fast because they become disengaged and it is not the experience that they were hoping for. Let's chat. I would love to remove that hurdle away so you can focus on your content, your speakers, your sponsors, your stakeholders, your audience. And in the episode notes, I've posted a calendar link to my very personal calendar. I've got a very few limited number of spots left for 60 minutes, one-on-one, focused virtual and hybrid event consultations tailored for your upcoming event. May that be a meeting, conference, summit, fundraising gala, whatever it is that you have in the works. All of that to say, until next time, be good and do good. Thank you for listening to the Rant Series of Events Demystified Podcast. If you enjoyed this series and the other interview-style podcast episodes, please take a moment to review it and rate it. If you'd like to take it one step further, feel free to share it with your network. Connect with Ankur on social by tagging at Events Demystified Podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about Tree Fan Event Services and find out if we're a good fit in supporting your event, can we help your event be successful with a 20-minute free consultation? Link in the episode's notes. Thanks for tuning in.